friends, you're listening to Crickets to Cha-Chings, a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Crickets to Cha-Chings. My name is Lauren, and today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about picking a name for your Etsy shop. This is a question that I get asked a lot from, obviously, newbie sellers and people who are looking at getting started on Etsy, but maybe they don't have a really strong vision for what their business is going to be. They just have some idea of one or two products that they want to sell in their shop. And so they're having trouble coming up with sort of the first steps and getting started in that shop and getting started on Etsy. So picking a name for your shop is one of the first things that you have to do when you open an Etsy shop, because when you click through the backend part of Etsy, it forces you to pick a name at that time. So there's some planning that goes into it ahead of time. You don't want to be sort of stuck in that step and not be able to get through to actually opening your shop or getting things listed because you can't decide on a name. And I definitely always want you to avoid being in a situation where you are just totally paralyzed by indecision and being overwhelmed by the options and sort of what you need to do to move forward so that you get stuck. And that is what we're trying to avoid. We do not want you to be stuck, especially not with picking a name because that is only just the first step. I kind of liken it to like childbirth. Like you think you're pregnant and you're like, oh my gosh, the end goal is the childbirth. Like the end goal is having the baby. But then you have the baby and you parent for a little while and you're like, oh, that wasn't the end goal. That was really just the beginning. Picking a name for your Etsy shop is really just the beginning. It is not the end goal and it is not going to make or break your business. But I do want you to do a little bit of planning before you dive into it and do something that you then have to go back and change later, although that is always an option, um, you know, so I don't want you to feel like you are committing to something for the rest of your life. But obviously, we want to put our best foot forward. So there are a few steps that I have here today about picking a name for your shop and how to sort of go through the mental planning of that before you do click on those buttons and open your shop. The first thing is that I want you to think about something that is unique. Your shop name gives the first impression of your shop. And even though it is small on the search screen, so if somebody does a search on Etsy, and they see a picture of your product. They will see the picture of the product, they will see the title that you've given to the product, and then they will see your shop name next to it with the number of reviews. And so it's small on the search page, but if they were to click on your shop or they were to click on your listing and then go to your shop homepage, it's not small at that point. Like it's a pretty prominent part of your shop homepage and the look of your shop. So it should be a representation of your brand. 
And you do want to sort of be thinking about branding as you are going into this. Think about the graphics that are gonna go along with it. You're gonna have a shop icon. You're gonna have a logo and a banner and a social media logo and those kinds of things. You don't have to have those right this second. And you don't even have to have a really clear picture of what it's going to look like. But I want you to be thinking about the feel that you want your buyers to have as they're coming into your shop and the overarching vibe of your shop. So are you making things that are quirky? Are you making like snarky kind of in your face things? Are you making very classic and traditional things? Rustic, farmhouse, outdoorsy? What is the vibe? There are a lot of different vibes of shops, but you want yours to have a specific one. And I think that it's a good idea for the name of your shop and the branding of your shop to go along with that vibe. You don't want it to be completely in contrast. Like your name is something totally snarky and like quirky, but then your shop has these like very, very traditional classic baby gifts. That would be weird. (laughs) And even though you say, well, maybe people wouldn't really see it because it's going to be very small in the search, I still think it's important to have a cohesive brand identity in your shop. So the goal with your name as well is to have something simple enough but unique enough that it stays in people's minds so that they don't say they bought it on Etsy. When someone asks them where they got that item or, oh my gosh, those earrings are so cute. Where did you get those? They don't say, I bought them on Etsy. They remember your shop name. They remember your branding and the feel of your shop enough that it's recognizable to them and it stands out in their mind. So in that way, I do not think that simple is a bad thing. People often want to get kind of crazy with their shop or over complicated or spell things weird or whatever, but there is something to be said for simplicity because it allows people to remember the name of your shop and it allows it to stand out in their mind. I also think my second tip about naming is that it should sort of hint at what you sell without pigeonholing yourself really, really narrow in a market. So I think that the name of your shop should give sort of a basic idea of what you're making or who you're selling to, who you're marketing to, what kind of niches of products that you're appealing to, who's your dream customer and what kind of things do they like. But I also don't think that it should be so specific that you can't pivot away from your original product idea at least a little bit, or expand beyond it. So if I had opened my shop and I called it Lauren's Baby Bibs, um, that would be a horrible name, but also it would be way too narrow for what I've ended up doing. My shop has gone through several different iterations where I've done burp claws and bibs, which is what I started with, and then I expanded to like hospital gifts and baby gowns and outfits and Christmas outfits for kids, older kids and dresses and that kind of stuff. Then I narrowed it back down to baby blankets and stuffed bunnies and these things with monograms on them. So if my shop was Lauren's Baby Bibs, at this point, that would be really weird because I don't even do very many bibs anymore. So you want it to be specific enough that it draws people in and it makes them interested in your products or that they get a feeling at least of what you're producing and what you're making or the supplies that you're using. Sometimes people will use like a play on words. There was a shop in a town that we used to live in that was called So Much Baggage. 
and the sew was spelled S-E-W, and it was a monogramming shop that sold bags. They also sold some other stuff like beach towels and stuff like that, but their primary market was bags, um, like tote bags and stuff. So something like that that's a play on words and it makes them interested in your products, but it and it tells them sort of what you're making and what kind of niche you're in, but it sticks with the vibe of your shop and it allows you the room to move within that niche a little bit and not be so narrowed down that you're stuck making like one or two products that you start off with. The next thing I think you should do when you are thinking about naming your shop is to see if that name is already taken by somebody or if it is trademarked. So I will caveat this by saying that I am not a lawyer. I have a lawyer that I work with, so I do not do my own legal stuff. Um, I have a lawyer that does that for me, but I always think that it's a good idea to check with things legally, especially if you are really planning on growing this business to be very large and you want the ability to expand because If you are doing something that is trademarked and you want to grow the business very big, you are going to be limited in that because you are using something that's not your property. So I always think it's a good idea to do just a basic trademark check before you dive into creating your shop and naming it something because you are only allowed to change your shop name once without further approval from the Etsy admins. Um, and so, and also just because you don't want to be like naming your shop and changing the name every five seconds. So there is a basic website. It is called the TESS system for trademarks. And I will link to that in the show notes. It's kind of an overwhelming website. When you look at it, there's a lot of links on it. But when you go to the link in the show notes, you click on the link that says basic word search. And then you just type in the name that you want to use and search for the name. And it will bring up all of the trademarks. Some of them may be expired. Some of them may be not in the same niche that you're using. Um, Again, it's always good to check with somebody who has more legal knowledge than me. But that is a basic way of looking at what else is out there and what people have applied for and been granted in terms of the trademarks. You don't want to be infringing on someone's trademarks. That can be really ugly in the future. And it also is just a headache. It's easier to just come up with a different name from the get-go and not have to worry about it than it is to go down this whole path of having all of your branding and all of your marketing and everything um, and then have to change out the name because it's trademarked and you've been hit with a cease and desist letter, which you don't want to happen. So I also would recommend that you make sure that the name is available on social media. Do a quick Google search for it. That's not hard at all. Just type it in the Google bar and see what comes up. If there's a shop very similar to yours that makes the same things, probably that's not a good name because you're gonna struggle to rank in Google for that name and you're likely also not gonna have access to those handles on social media. So it's a good idea to go through Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook and all of those and make sure that you can get, you know, Instagram at Funky Monkey Children and Facebook at Funky Monkey Children. You don't want to have to have these modifiers in it. Like you don't want to have to have Funky Monkey Children 01 on Instagram. You want to just be able to have the basic shop name without anything else that makes it harder to find you or makes it harder for you to tell somebody, hey, go on Instagram and look up Funky Monkey Children and you'll find me. 
It's also just very frustrating when you have a name that somebody else is using and so then you're competing for this space. You just want to avoid it if at all possible. I also think another good idea is to check to see if the URL is available. So when I chose Funky Monkey Children, I typed in www.funkymonkeychildren.com and saw what came up. Nothing came up. So I bought that URL, which is a very, very cheap thing. I think it costs like $15 a year to buy the URL and it just forwards to my Etsy shop. That's all it goes to. So I don't have a standalone website. It just goes back to my Etsy shop, but it's easier for me to tell people go to funkymonkeychildren.com than it is to say go to etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash funkymonkeychildren. It just simplifies it for people. And again, this is all about making it easier to find you And you don't want there to be confusion when people say you meet somebody at the grocery store and they're like, oh my gosh, I love what you're making. Where can I find that? You want to make it as easy as possible. And if you start going through like Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash blah, 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 they're never going to remember that. And so you want to make it as easy as possible and as simplified even on business cards or your inserts in your packages or whatever. I just wanna interrupt this episode really quick to tell you about a program that I have for you if you are brand new to the Etsy game. Maybe you are just getting started on Etsy or maybe you're just tuning in every week listening to this podcast because you are daydreaming about building that business that will give you the flexibility and the income that you're wanting. If that is you and you need some help getting started and figuring out how to take this crafting hobby or side business into a real profitable business venture, I would love for you to check out my program, Becoming a Savvy Seller. We walk through all the different aspects of picking the perfect product for you, building a business that's sustainable and profitable, and then driving traffic to that shop and getting sales on repeat. You can check out all the details on that program at laurenkeplinger.com forward slash B-A-S-S. Okay, back to the episode. Now I wanna go through a couple naming pet peeves for you. I see this these things a lot with people that are naming their shops. And so I just wanna lay it out there because I always discourage people from doing this. Obviously you are able and free to choose your own business name and you don't have to listen to me, but these are my naming pet peeves and I'm gonna go through a few of them. The first one is names that are spelled incorrectly for alliteration. So we are not the Kardashians, and frankly, it's horrible even with the Kardashians. So naming everything with the same letter is super annoying, and it also makes the name hard to remember for people because it's spelled wrong. So if your name is Kathy, and you decide to name your shop Kathy's Creative Creations, and that, well, I don't like that name for a variety of reasons, but you are spelling it Kathy with a K, creative with a K, creations with a K. It hurts me to even write that out. It's horrible. But that is not going to be something that's easy for people to remember because it's spelled wrong. And even though you think it's cutesy because they all match and whatever, it's not intuitive when people are thinking Kathy's creative creations, like creative and creations are not spelled that way. So again, we are trying to make this as easy as possible for people to find us and to remember the name of the shop. And that is not going to allow people to think about your shop. I mean, first off, you look illiterate because it's spelled wrong. 
but also it's just not it's not intuitive when they're thinking about your shop. They're not going to be picturing the name of your shop spelled that way. So if they go back and look for you and search for you, likely they are going to be spelling it correctly, which may or may not match up with your URL and all that stuff to be able to find you. The next thing that drives me nuts is people that have super generic shop names that almost always contain the seller's names. These are things like Linda's Crafts, Handmade by Jennifer. There is absolutely no creativity in there. There's no branding. There's no vision for what this business is going to be. It's just like, you're like, hey, I make stuff. Here it is. And the reason that this bothers me as a product-based seller and somebody who is creating a product-based brand is that people don't care about you. And I don't mean that in an ugly way, but they are not buying your products because they love Linda's crafts or because they just need something that's handmade by Jennifer. They care about the actual product. So they're not buying it because of you. And Names like that make me feel like the person spent absolutely zero seconds thinking about how they wanted to name their shop and what kind of shop they wanted to have or what kind of professionalism they were going to have in the shop and that they have no creativity. So again, a lot of people get really, really stuck on this. Like they cannot think beyond their own name and then these super generic terms of their products. And I would really encourage you to think outside the box a little bit. This shop is not about you. It's about the products. So even if you have to name it Handmade Ceramics, at least that's better than Handmade by Jennifer. Like that literally sounds like you have a craft booth at some crappy school fair and you're just throwing up everything that you've ever made in your entire life. There's no brand. There's no business. It sounds really, really unprofessional to me. Again, a lot of people like these and a lot of people get, well, I don't know if they like them, but they get stuck in them. Um, And I just think that you should take the time to think of something more creative and more branding for your shop. Like Funky Monkey Children doesn't have anything to do with me, but it tells you that it's about children's products and they're kind of whimsical. That was more true when I did burp claws and stuff, but it's still fine for my shop. When you think about big shops or successful you know, brands or whatever, Pottery Barn. Like, what does that even mean? But it's not like Jennifer's Pottery. It at least has a name that they can build the brand around. My last naming pet peeve is things that are just straight up breaking the law. So things like Disney Bound or Disney Mickey Pins, that's illegal. You are building your business around somebody else's ideas and you are profiting off of somebody's legally protected property. And I would never ever condone that or tell you to do that. If you have a shop that is based totally around Disney products, you need to rethink your business model because it's illegal. And I see people do this a lot. Obviously there are a huge amount of trademark and copyright violations all over Etsy. Just because somebody else is doing it, just because they haven't been caught yet, doesn't mean that it's okay and it doesn't mean that it's legal. I also think from a business standpoint, it's just not a good idea. It's not a good thing to base your business around because 
You are never going to be able to grow that business past a very small flying under the radar hobby business. It's always going to be illegal. And so you're never going to have the opportunities for things like wholesale or getting into brick and mortar stores or even just scaling to a a larger business and building a business that actually brings in you know, several hundred thousand dollars a year in revenue. I know that if you are still in the naming portion of opening a shop, that's probably very hard for you to envision. But when I started my shop, even though I didn't really have any visions that it was going to become this really big thing, I always felt like, you know, if I build my entire business around making Mickey Mouse shirts, I'm never going to grow that business very big because it's always going to be illegal and you're always going to have to be flying under the radar and hoping that nobody catches you and hoping that nobody reports you because you can get in major, major trouble and it's going to cost you a fortune if you get sued. So I always shied away from that and I never did those kinds of things because I went into the whole process thinking, I want to have the freedom to grow this as big as I can. And even if that means that it's always going to stay at $50,000 a year, or even if it always means that it's going to be a part-time sort of hobby thing, I still want the freedom to be able to go with it where I want to go. And if your business is based around doing things that are trademarked or, or copying things from other people, then you're going to be very limited in how you can grow that business. All right, to wrap up this episode, I hope that these actionable tips have helped you to move forward in naming your shop and take those first steps to name your shop and get it open. I do want to remind you again to not let this be your speed bump. Don't let naming your shop be the point where you get overwhelmed or you can't make a decision or you don't know how to move forward. If you need help, head on over to our Facebook group, creativemomboss.com forward slash group, and we can give you feedback or give you suggestions or take a look at your products and brainstorm with you. People would be happy to do that. And there are so many creative people out there that can help you break outside of that Kathy's Creative Creations box and do something a little bit uh, nicer and more branded and just more creative. I don't want this to be an overwhelming process for you, and I don't want you to get stuck here. A lot of people want everything to be perfect right off the bat. They want their shop to look completely professional. They want to have a really clear vibe for their shop. They want the final product to be beautiful and beautifully packaged and their photography to look amazing. And they want it to look like the other shops who have been doing this for a year or five years or 10 years or whatever, but that is not possible. You have to allow yourself some freedom. You have to allow yourself the ability to know that you can always rebrand, you can always go and get a better logo later on down the road. Be okay with that B minus work for now and take the first steps to get started knowing that you can improve on it as you go. The name is important, but it's not the be all end all of your shop. It is not going to make or break your shop. It's just the first step. And you don't want the first step to be the one that holds you back from moving forward and holds you back from taking the second and third and 10th and 50th steps. I hope that this has been helpful for you. Again, if you need some feedback or you're struggling with naming your shop and with 
getting started and getting everything squared away and taking that first step, make sure that you head on over to creativemomboss.com forward slash Facebook, and it will forward you to the Facebook group where you can request access. It is totally free, but it's just a private Facebook group, so it doesn't pop up on your regular newsfeed for all of your friends to read all of your Etsy questions. I hope I will see you there, and until next time, bye for now. Bye.